0: This is Terry Woods from Texas Storytellers. I was just in Brenham, Texas for the past couple of days with my partner, Dixie Cooper. She found a book by Lloyd Mays. Now, this gentleman is from Hog Branch and he took the time to talk about his life in poetry, paintings and stories. And he put together a book called, let me, let me look at it to be sure, I Came From Hog Branch. So Dixie and I drove to Brenham and interviewed Lloyd Mays. Well, actually Dixie did most of the interview, which was really cool because Lloyd Mays did most of the talking and he told us all about his book and he read much of the poetry. So today, relax and remember, we're brought to you by Woodlands Online, oh the Roku Station, KVQT, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and pass it on, cause this is a good one. Hi.
1: Storytellers is coming from Brenham, Texas today. We came here to meet this wonderful man, his name is Lloyd Mays. He has written a book called I Came From Hog Branch and we wanted to share that with you. Can you tell us about this book, Mr. Mays, and how it came about?
2: Well, it came about from memories of growing up in Brenham as a child and as an adult. And uh, I had been writing some things and putting them to the side, never thinking that one day they'll be put together in book form, so uh, that's basically how it came about it was just remembrance of my growing up here.
1: Did you have, think maybe it would be a wonderful legacy for your family to have with your
2: memories? Yes, after the after I did I uh, didn't think of it that way at first. It was just a personal venture. And uh, afterwards, I was like, "Well, when I'm gone, maybe somebody in my family will still be able to read." Oh, absolutely! This is a treasure.
1: It says that you are an artist, a poet, and a storyteller, which this book is all of that. Yeah. Um, you know, the pictures you painted yourself, correct? Right, right, right. And did you do those from memory, from photographs, or how did you get the ideas for your pictures? Uh,
2: it was from memory most of the time. Uh, Probably all of those that's in the book is from memories, um, things that went on, and I could recall. Mm-hmm. And then I may have seen a photograph or two that I said, "Okay, I remember this time." Well, now the book is made of, of several poems, of many
1: poems that you wrote. Um, did you have? Did, well, I tell you what, why don't you read one of your favorite ones? We'd like for you to read this one, if you would. Okay, that um, came for kind of introduces the book and.
2: Okay. I came from Hog Branch. Uh, let me share a few lines about all the good times I had as a child in Hog Branch. We laughed, we lied. One boy even died. He got drowned in Greenway's tank. We didn't have a dime but the living was fine because we never thought we were poor. Dewberries, pecans, pizzas, and plums. We ate till we couldn't eat no more. Cotton picking, hay hauling, some did it all day, and on weekends the wrong folk would play. Boy, each Friday night there were dances and fights as they crowded Little Sisters Cafe. The cops would come, some people would run, the slow and the drunk went to jail. But each Sunday morning these people were reborn in church so they wouldn't go to hell. One day mama cried because some man had died. I heard that his last name was King. She said, "Let this be your spark, and life make your mark." Cause this man had some kind of dream. Though the sewer plants stink, I still live in Hog Branch, and Mama, I still think of you. Though small is the mall, I still feel the spark. But Mama, this is the best I can do. Wow, that is that
1: just brings it to life. So you, Hog Branch, was that a? Was that near here?
2: Yes, it's an area of town east of Brunham. Um, that's where I grew up in. And uh, at that time, it was only uh, dirt roads, no paved streets. And uh, the branch ran right on the edge of our branch. branches. We would swim, and play, and do all kinds of things at the branch.
1: It sounded like you had a really
2: good childhood, actually. I did. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know it at the time, but uh, now that I look back, it was there
1: yeah it sounds like it like a good community there it was. some sadness too obviously but it's a good community so did you grow up in the 60s then with the death of Martin Luther King right.
2: Assuming, right right I did mm-hmm. yeah and I didn't understand what was going on because I was very young then but uh, as time you know went on it, it kind of came back to me okay mm-hmm. this is what was happening it mm-hmm. happened and I grew up in the 60s
1: myself okay. Quite an amazing decade. Yes, it was. Positive and sad. Yeah. So anyway. Well, do you have a favorite one you'd like to
2: read? Well, all of them are my favorite. All, all <laughs> right, well, I'm going to let you pick one more. Okay. I love that one about your mom. Okay, well, that was one of my favorites, too. And this okay. was kind of like following, you know, that. Okay, it's called I Miss You, so. I thank you for the kiss I got the other day. The very last time I saw your face just stole my heart away. I cried a little, I must admit, to think that you were gone. But I thank you for the fact that you did not leave me alone. My brothers and sisters are part of you, and this I plainly see. And the joy you left within my heart will always be with me. You did something nobody knew for me, and that's a fact. It's nice to know where I was. My mother had my back. I'll be all right. I know in life this way we all must go. But right now, in me, all I can see is how I miss you so.
1: Oh. Was your mother able to hear
2: that? Or has no. she passed um, after you wrote
1: it? Uh, uh, she before had before. Before you wrote it.
2: Years before. Mm. And is that her? That- no, uh, but this was the closest I could come to her. And uh, I did this from. Uh, a photograph, also, of someone else that was in my family, but she resembled my mother. That she resembled yeah. my mom. Uh, well, she would have
1: been very proud of that. Mm-hmm. I know. That's amazing. Thank you. And how many brothers and sisters do you
2: have? Uh, I have 13 brothers and sisters mm-hmm. I had. that was, it was really 14 of us.
1: Uh, Thirteen. Wow.
2: Right, but <laughs> half of them are gone now, so mm-hmm. I think it's seven of us left. Mm-hmm.
1: But your mom raised mm-hmm. fourteen children. Mm-hmm. Wow, she's in something. Yes. <laughs> <she laughs> My was
2: something. father was too, evidently. <laughs> yes, obviously. Yeah.
1: Wow. So that's a lot of kids, and and mm-hmm. she was amazing. All right, we'll choose something else.
2: Today. Okay. Everyone, come to us. Let me just to you. Okay.
1: okay. let me just go with this one. All right.
2: Let's it's called go. The World I Like. Okay, i like a world that's free of flaws, a world that's free of sin. I like our smiles that just reflect the joy we have within. I like to laugh and walk and talk. With angels from above, I'd like the birds to sing a song of everlasting love. But the world i like does not exist, so I'm changing it, you see. And the biggest I've ch- changes I've made so far are the ones I've made in me. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
1: That is That just says it all right there. <laughs> oh, you. you. have a gift for this, that's for sure.
2: Oh, thank you. And I have one here that uh, it was uh, segregated back during my early right. days, and this was the high school for blacks back in that time. And uh, it's no longer building there; it's a small monument, but it's not. But the memory is still with me. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, we used to on uh, uh, Juneteenth weekend mm-hmm. and uh, on different days, but mainly on Juneteenth, we were able to have a band and uh, to have a parade to come mm-hmm. downtown. And mm-hmm. so I remember this, so this is what I wrote of uh, that school, it was called Pickett High School. Pickett High School. Right, and this was about the band.
1: The Pickett, what was your mascot?
2: Uh, it was a hornet.
1: The Pickett High Hornets. Pickett
2: High Hornets, okay. yes, okay. I still remember that sunny day that they paraded down the street the music was loud, and so was the crowd as the band stepped to the beat. Our day had come, and oh what fun! Another year we met, to show how proud of people we were, that day I won't forget. We marched downtown with a soulful sound, The tongues were tossed and twirled. A school that sent forth doctors and lawyers from the segregated world. The picket high hunnies, the crowd would shout. But I don't hear that name today. That man marched with education and pride. And Miss Pickham led the way. <laughs> that sounds so much fun. It was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: I can tell in your face you have little memories of that. Yeah, I had a lot of fun going. These out. pictures, which we'll show them when we can, but those they're great with that you just captivated there with the marching and the did you know this person?
2: Uh, no. Uh, now, actually, this came from a photograph for, from a few years earlier than mm-hmm. when I came through. And uh, I knew the family, but I did not know this particular person mm-hmm. because I was still very small. Very sorry. She was the
1: parade queen,
2: kind of? Thing. Right. She was the uh, uh, Miss Piccadilly. Miss Piccadilly. Yeah, they, they right. would elect the person that yeah. was Miss Piccadilly every year, mm-hmm. and she would lead the parade.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. All right very talented man here <laughs> uh, well i want some i uh, well, i need to ask you one question though before mm-hmm. i ask you to read something else if someone out there wants a copy of your book how do they get it
2: well right here in town uh it's a bookstore called the book nook and then at the visitor center there's some available and on washington on the Brazos state park uh you can get some there or you can just <laughs> email me at lloydemays uh, at yahoo.com or just write me at PO Box 1985 New Brown, and I'll be more than
1: happy. To send you all. Right. You know, I actually found your book at the Cotton Gin Museum. Okay. And they have a bookstore uh, book there or they have a different uh, souvenirs that are there and that was there and I just caught my eye oh, Wow. But there's other
2: places. Yes, that, that is. There are some other places, and Burton is one of them.
1: Mm. Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. Mm. Well, I I want to hear another one. So get something yeah. Else. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay, here's one that I used to ask myself uh, because I would see so many people that were my age that were passing and having bad you know, situation, so I asked myself why, and uh, this is what I came up with, okay, it's it's called Why. Why is God so good to me? Will someone tell me why? And why is it so fun to laugh? Do I see others cry? Why do I do some of the things I know I shouldn't do? I've searched my heart, I've searched my mind, and yet I find no clue. I wonder if there's a special reason for me to live my life, or if it's that I feel so special, I wonder as I write. And as I look out at the world, and all the kinds of sin, how right seemed wrong, and wrong seemed right, Lord, why did it begin? But in asking God the reason why, I've come to understand that there's no need to question Him. just live the best I can. And knowing that, I stay relaxed, but just want you to try, to love each day God gives to you and never ask Him why. Wow. That's a lesson you can all learn.
1: <laughs> now who is that? <laughs> 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 that please call her. She is beautiful.
2: Yes, she is. Um, this was a lady that I dated and uh, we went separate ways. And uh, it was also in memory of uh, my wife uh, that were, that my kids were by. And uh, though we went in the other directions, we still were good friends. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I wrote this one called, I Still Think of You. Okay. I often think of you and I and how it used to be. And I also often ask myself if you still think of me. Though we have gone our separate ways for reasons more than few, few other things are dear to me as thoughts I have of you. If I should find a land of gold, then part is yours, it's true. But I have found the sea of thought, and I give it all to you. This sea of thought is all I have. It's mine, it's here to stay. And just in case there's any doubt, I thought of you today. If you should ever miss me, as I do, you don't grieve. Just place is thought within your heart. That thought I will see. Those memories sometimes move me. It's true. They really do. I guess what I'm trying to say is I still think of you.
1: Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. It's beautiful. You know, we all have ex romances in our lives. Right. If you live long
2: enough you do, and that just its beautiful. And this is something I had to teach myself. Uh and it's very short, but um it's it's very direct to me and someone else might find it okay with them too. It's called faults. One sentence. The faults I find in someone else are usually found within myself. So I had to teach myself to Greek. Oh. criticize people
1: that's a lesson we all have to learn, <laughs> in that you gotta like yourself
2: right right mm-hmm. before you can really
1: like anybody else okay sometimes the little short sentence is, is, just gets right down to it
2: that's, that's true to the
1: truth. that's true I love that picture let my heart be true
2: okay what this picture and this form they go together mm-hmm. uh Let my heart be true. Okay, this was during a time when I was, wow, um, emotionally, financially, and every other kind of (laughs) leak down. And uh, so I had to find that if I was true to myself, then it would make life a lot easier. Because all that this and that, you know, sometimes confuses even the person that's going through it. It's called Let My Heart Be True. No one knew what I went through, the time that I was down, how wars were formed within my soul, and peace could not be found. The promises I tried to make with God, if Satan would let me be, but Satan said you'll be right back as soon as you are free. I laughed, I cried, to myself I lied, a fool I was indeed, as I tried to cut the very threads of a will that I had weaved. One day I fled to the very edge of a bottomless pit, you see, where love and hope and peace of mind stood right in front of me. I took his hand and made a stand from that day on I knew to God, myself, and to the world I let my heart be true.
1: Everybody's been down.
2: Yeah. 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 That's true. (laughs) At some point in time.
1: <laughs> I know. It's funny how the truth is, you, you can't be anybody but yourself. And, that's right. And you got to figure that out and
2: go with it. And once you do, you a lot better I Oh, life is so much easier. Yes, it is. Let me see if I can find another one. Okay. most of these were me having to talk to myself uh, Mm -hmm. to make it through Mm -hmm. and uh, so i had to figure out you know uh, how can i how can i make it through and uh, (laughs) so you kind of talk to yourself by writing poetry right right and uh they usually come to me uh when I'm going through some kind of emotional deal, uh, that's when I do my best writing, because I have to speak to myself in order to keep it up. <laughs> so um, this was another one, talking to myself again. Uh, it's called The Answer. When things so near seem far to me, or I feel I can't go on, those restless days and sleepless nights when everything seems wrong, I drop my pride. And I cry inside, and outside I cry too. And then with style, I make a smile. What good would crying do? And then I think of who I am, not who I want to be. So the problem that seemed to work me so, I make it work for me. I count it as a lesson I've learned, a tool I'll use in life. The turns that I made to the left, I now make to the right. Then ask myself, was it that bad? Or just a fear inside. Then count my blessings one by one, and thank God I'm alive.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> that is that's a powerful lesson on that one. Come
2: the end. I put this one for the very end of the book uh, because I kept messing up in relationships, and uh, so I yeah. said, next time. I- <laughs> <laughs> There's always next, always next time. next mm-hmm. time. <laughs> Even after the next time, is next time. <laughs> well, you know, you
1: never
2: can right, the, right.
1: Perseverance.
2: Right. Okay. This is, next time. I wish I could have gotten it right when it came to me and you. I wish I could have seen the light on things that we went through. I wish I could have held your hand. The times that you were down didn't pick you up. And help you stand when you need to be around. I'm asking you to forgive me for the tears that you have cried and spread this healthy dose of truth on times that I have lied. I could keep wishing on the past, looking back the rest of my life. I look forward because I promised myself next time I'll get it right.
1: i <laughs> man, oh, past relationship, so i in that boat too. Did you find that which with every relationship you went through, you learned something new, though, that really does help you with
2: the next one? Right, right.
1: It's Uh like you're still learning. Right, all the time. Yeah, and the biggest
2: lesson I've learned is to allow a person to be themselves, Mm -hmm. uh, not try to make them who you want them to be, and vice versa. Which is impossible.
1: (laughs) Right, right. And they can't make you who
2: they want, you to right? Be. None of us are gone, mm-hmm. so if you
1: can't take them the way they are, or vice versa, then it's just move on. That's so right, that's right. Glad to have met you. But you know. <laughs> yeah. do you have any plans to write any more because this is just incredible? Well,
2: actually, uh, I have a, a children's book that's already written, but I'm just waiting for everything to get in place so I can have it published. Hmm. But uh, it's a funny book, too. Uh, and i think a lot of people would enjoy it.
1: oh you gotta tell me about it when it comes out
2: okay i want to okay. i definitely want to read well, it. well i already have the name it's, it's called the uh story of benny b and fifi fly and and freddie fly and fifi Fee <laughs> <Fee-Fee> flea <laughs> yeah. <a> great title <laughs> well just because it's three different uh personalities uh, yeah well, what's it about okay it's about uh a bee Named Benny B. I also have some friends named Benny, so I kind of you know did that. Yeah. And uh, he had gotten a lot of honey uh, in a chest, and he lost the key to the chest, so he couldn't get in it. So he went to his friends, and they all went on this trek to find that key for Benny B. And <laughs> and uh, they searched all over the place, and they couldn't find it, and uh, Finally, he gave up and said, well, we can't find it. Let's go back to my house. And when they went back to his house, they found the key on the ground. And uh, (laughs) and so (laughs) right where they started. And so uh, he decided uh, to give the honey to Freddie Fly. Uh, And he said, because bees make honey, so it won't be a problem for me. And uh, he did that. and, And the uh, Fifi Fleet. She had a crush on Benny B, <laughs> and so anyway, it, it all came together. And uh, the moral of that story was that if friends stick together and help each other, then everything works out good. And that's what happens nowadays. Is a lot of times, rather than be helpful to each other, people are envious of each other, and they don't want others to succeed, so they're stuck in that one spot. But these three characters, they, they find a way to make it work. So it'll be coming out uh, pretty right. soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: all right. We're well, looking forward to that one, I'm sure. Okay. But this one was just wonderful. Is there any any questions you have, Miss Terry Lynn, who is filming? No? <laughs> is there any other one you would like to read? Let me see. Okay. Because <laughs> I can't get enough of them. Okay. Are
2: you still painting? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. In fact, I uh, just had an exhibit uh, this past month in the downtown Brown. Oh, I did.
1: I had heard about that, mm-hmm. that.
2: Your paintings were there. Right.
1: Will mm-hmm. you be uh, illustrating your own children's book then?
2: Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and possibly along with my granddaughter. She is very, very good, especially with uh, animals. Yeah. And uh, so if I could get her to be still.
1: You know. <laughs> You'll get her to help you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So the talent has been passed on.
2: I guess you could call it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely.
2: Okay. Uh but I feel the way of hope Okay, let me go with this one. Okay. Okay. This is where I was like in between um Staying in church or deciding maybe I wanted to not be in church <laughs> and uh it's called crossroads. Right, right. And it's called a way of hope. Uh the things we like to have in life can sometimes make us fall. We stress and strain to build them up, then die and leave them all. What good is it to gang the world and see our lives unfold and get cheated by this thing called death? For which we have no control. The body goes on, the body's gone, but the soul goes on. That's religion's way to cope. And if I believe in one of these, then I may have some hope.
1: Mm-hmm. Well so what was your decision?
2: Uh, to believe in one of these <laughs> because without having something to believe in, then there's no reason for living. I mean, you just exist and go on. And uh, what my pastor says, uh, and it's true that uh, we'd rather believe in something and then find out there's nothing after we die than to not believe in it and find out that it is something, but we've chose the wrong path. So, what do you do by
1: believing? Well, is, yeah, really. That's, a, that's one way, one good way of looking at that
2: yeah and uh, this is one that's you know pretty touching to me uh another one of those situations where uh it was kind of during the downtime, and uh i was hoping that my stepdaughter uh would be able to go on and uh it eventually turned out good that's why i have this photograph with split pictures Mm-hmm. Because this is the before, and then this is the final thing that happens.
1: Oh, wow. So, she, did she make it on stage then? Yes, yeah, she,
2: she graduated from college. Oh, that's for graduation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was uh, afraid that she wouldn't because of the fact, you know, it wasn't going to be financially for me. And uh, it's called You Made It Through. <clears throat> okay. For eight long years, I wondered if I had hindered you. Would you give up because of me or try to make it through? So many nights, I asked myself, as you slept on the floor, why did I take this child from home and could not give her more? Our money was so little. Sometimes I felt ashamed. You never said how hard it was. You never once complained. You smiled and sometimes hugged me. And that would make my day. As time moved on, the smiles got few. The hugs, they went away. But still I prayed and asked the Lord. And sometimes begged them too. For him to make a way for me. But make a way for you. That day in May as you crossed the stage, I cried so hard, it's true. And I thank God he let me live to so see you make it through.
1: Oh, I bet that was a proud day.
2: Yes. Wow. So what is
1: she doing now? You
2: said it all worked out well. Uh, well, she got her degree, and uh, she's a housewife now because of her husband. He wants her to be there to raise the kids, and, and they're doing wonderfully. And I also forgot to add in this, I have a daughter that's also doing very well. And I wrote this for her, too. And uh, she is... So what living. is she doing now? she is uh she works from home now she works for um, a large right. company yeah. yeah and uh so she's also helping me to learn the computers and everything but uh, uh my kids stepkids included are the joy of my life uh, because a lot of times i wasn't there and uh, now i get a chance to really make it come yeah mm-hmm. that's <laughs> wonderful so you're a grandfather yes i am grandfather.
1: that's amazing too isn't it there's something about grandchildren you
2: know? yeah they get away with everything <laughs> <laughs> Everything
1: they steal your heart right totally. right and there's no getting it getting it back at all it's, right it's, it's, right they have wrapped, oh no, right. you wrapped your own right and just
2: them. the other day, my daughter uh we were talking about something about my son and i was like this and that and she said daddy she said hey. Just let it happen. Just stand back, and, and uh, after we finished the conversation, I, I had to think. I was like, "This was a counseling session that I didn't have to pay for," and uh, it opened my eyes to a lot of things that I wasn't seeing. And so I'm grateful to her for the advice she gave me. <laughs> right.
1: Well, you should write some poems about being a grandfather. I bet there'd be a few there.
2: Uh, I'm quite sure it will. But like I said, my granddaughter is so into this and that till I'm trying to just keep up with her rather than write about it. That usually comes after things have settled down. How old is your granddaughter? She's fourteen. Fourteen.
1: Yes. That's yeah. an interesting age. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. My yeah. grandson act two, seven and four and History. Okay. Every time I see them, they're different kids. Right. Interests have changed. and Right. What well, we did last time is boring now. And right. I'm sure that's true with 14 year olds as well. Right. Her uh, interests definitely have changed. She mm-hmm.
2: used to want to be a, uh, a dancer, and we put her through school to do that. And then all of a sudden, oh. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's interesting, though. Yeah. There is interesting. interesting. Yeah.
1: Tell me about these two people.
2: Okay. Now, these two are also from photographs. I um, had a friend, very dear friend, Um. um, to share these photographs with me that she had had. I don't know if they were her relatives or if they were just someone Mm -hmm. that she had photographs Mm -hmm. of, but uh, they were from way back in the day. And um, this one really caught me because of the the blouse she had on, had the ruffles right, in the neck. Yeah, so it was way. from, yeah, it was from way back. And um, this guy here, I think she said that was one of her grand relatives,
1: but I'm not for sure. But I was just so intrigued with the photographs that I said I was going to. That you painted it. Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you know a lot about your own heritage?
2: Not a lot. I uh, tried to do some ancestry stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't get very far because I just kind of gave up on it. Uh, because everything was telling me to go to another link, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, I, right, I, I right. can't, you know. But yeah, um, I know something. See, I was would being the last of 14 kids uh, my parents was older when they had me. And then I never met my grandparents because they had died before I was born, but I had heard about them. And uh, then I I went like a couple of generations and then, you know, it just kind of went away. The last I remember, somebody else that had done some uh, ancestry work uh, said that my uh, father's side of the family was brought here from Tennessee. And... uh, I don't know about my mother, uh, but my father side, they came here from Tennessee. Uh, I'm not for sure if it was as slaves or right after slavery, but uh, that's the story I got. And then I could come on back to now, Uh, but that's just why. I would like to go all the way back to Africa. and maybe when I get rich, I might be able to afford to have somebody to do that for me. <laughs> there are people that will, that will try to track it down for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've done some on my own, too. Oh, okay. it, it is fascinating. Okay. But the computer part does
2: get a little complicated. Yeah, for me especially. <laughs> but yeah, but it's, it's been interesting. And uh, just being in Brum, uh, it's been very interesting uh, growing up. You know,
1: so have you lived in Brigham all
2: your life then? Well, for the most part, yes. But what happened was, when I was in school, uh, I always wanted to leave Brigham. I said, I got to get out of this place. Uh, it's <laughs> Every kid says that. Yeah, and so I left uh, immediately after school and went to Houston. And I stayed there a while. And then I ended up coming back to Burnham, building a house and everything. And uh, I was uh, part of the all boom and it went bust Mm. and so then I had a sister that lived in Miami so I picked up and moved to Miami and uh, started working for the airline and uh, that lasted for a while but then I ended up coming back to Brooklyn then I went to Colorado and uh, that was beautiful I enjoyed that but that only lasted for a while, <laughs> and yeah. I came back. Yeah. So I kept coming back. So this time I said, "I'm just going to stay in Brenham." If I want to visit somewhere, I'll do that. But you know, I'm, I'm supposed just... to be here. There's something about Brenham, right, that you need to be here. Right, right. And so uh, it's just I don't know. It's, it's been good.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful
2: place. Yeah, it is. It is. And I didn't really learn how to enjoy it until after I left and came by in fact, okay, okay. Uh, this is called the Brown Sugar Band, and boy, she'll be excited to know I read <laughs> about her band. Uh, this band is still playing now. They were yeah. playing when I was a child, and uh, the mother was the leader of the group, mm-hmm. and then she passed on to a daughter, and her daughter was around my age, and it's still called the Brown Sugar Band. Okay, Brown Sugar Band. I had my field of concerts as a young rambunctious man, but I just couldn't get enough of hearing that old Brown Sugar Band. They never made a record. They played in local towns, but you'd think they were the Beatles the way the crowds would come around. The leader played the keyboard, a gorgeous lady you see. She smiled at everybody, but had a special smile for me. The guitar player was quiet, and he just strung along. But when that feeling hit him, he made that guitar a song. The drummer, I thought, was crazy because he broke all the rules. He beat those drums so hard, man, he beat them like a fool. The lead singer was tall and cute. Her voice had so much range. If Aretha Franklin had heard her, I think she make a Rita other's shame. The, boss, the bass man's face was frowning. Four strings would be his sound. He made that band complete because he held that bottom down. The sax man played like an addict. The saxophone was his fix. Grover Washington would be jealous because he would have made old Grover sick. But I'm way past 50 now. And I moved around this land. The times have passed, I still go to hear that old brown sugar band. <laughs> oh, wow. I'd love
1: to hear that band. Isn't they're it? around. Yeah, they're still,
2: and they're good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we have uh, different little functions outside downtown Burnham, and they play out in the streets, and it is really nice.
1: Well, do they have, I'm going to have to look for them. I'll, yeah. I'll keep like, do they post when they're going to play? Yes, they
2: do. They do. In fact, uh, they're on Facebook all the time. Okay, Brown um, sure. Sugar Van. Brown Sugar Right, and if you don't see it on Facebook, on the Brown Sugar, the uh, band leader's name is Sandra Lee, okay. and uh, uh, you'll see all kind of pictures and dates. Uh, oh, this yeah. is great. They are. They are. Yeah, will And they've yeah. never made a record. No, they never have. They just went uh, locally uh, to uh, make a record. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, is there anything, last word, you'd like to tell us? Anything about Brenham, about your book, about your coming book?
2: Well, mostly just look out for my coming book uh, because I think people will really enjoy it. And it's for kids and adults because there's a lesson in there for both.
0: This is Terry Woods with Dixie Cooper. And we just got back from Brenham, Texas.